Christ is in our midst. In the gospel reading, uh, dearly beloved, that we just heard today from St. Luke, we hear a very familiar name to us as Orthodox Christians. And of course, this name is the name of Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus lived in a town, as we heard, by the name of Jericho, a town that we also heard about in last week's gospel, where he was a chief tax collector, and therefore he was very rich and was a sinner on top of that. Now, on this particular day, our Lord passes through Jericho, just like he did in last week's gospel, where he healed the ten lepers. And he did this often because Jericho was an important city that lie on the road between Jerusalem and Galilee. So our Lord would went through Jericho quite often. And so did many, many other people. Now as Jesus makes his way through the streets of Jericho this time, as last week, a large crowd begins to gather around him. Now it can only be assumed, and I assume, that this large crowd gathers around our Lord this time, again, because maybe they have heard about this person, Jesus, about the miracles that he has performed. Maybe they have heard these things, and this is why they gather around him. Maybe some were there to hear his divine words. Maybe some just wanted to see him, to see this person, Jesus, for just a few seconds. Maybe some even hoped to witness a miracle. Maybe some even wanted to receive a miracle themselves from our Lord. Now this man, Zacchaeus, he was a part of this crowd. And as it happened... He could not see our Lord through this gigantic crowd that had gathered around him. Because as the gospel account states, he was short of stature. And I can kind of relate to Zacchaeus on this a little bit. But these circumstances did not stop. But the circumstance of not being able to see our Lord, of being in a state of disadvantage... This did not stop Zacchaeus because he was determined to see our Lord. So what did Zacchaeus do? He persevered over these, these obstacles and the struggles that he faced. And he climbed up in a sycamore tree. And he was able to look down and see our Lord amongst this gigantic crowd. Now, St. Gregory Palamas says in his homily 62 on this passage, see the intensity of his longing and work out from this what sort of character he was. When he was unable to get through the crowd, he did not turn away, but rather leapt forward and ran, not away from his desire, but away from the crowd. Once he was ahead, he climbed up in a sycamore planted beside the road that from there he might see the one for whom he longed. 
Who knows what was going through Zacchaeus' mind and heart during all of this? Who knows? Maybe he had reached a point in his life where all of a sudden he had become tired of exploiting people. Tired of taking advantage of them. Tired of listening to poor families cry as he took their food and their money. Maybe he was tired of not having any direction in life. Maybe he was looking for something that could make him whole. Maybe, perhaps, all the images and memories of the injustices that he carried out in his life over a long period of time had finally caught up with him and were causing him pain and misery. Perhaps he was looking for some type of relief, some way to overcome his sins, some way to free himself from the burning which he had brought upon himself time and time again. And looking for this, he went to see our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He had come out among the crowd just to see Christ with all his heart and with all his longing. He persevered to see the Lord, whom he was probably maybe hoping because of these stories that he had heard about our Lord, could provide a solution or some type of miracle for his problems and maybe give relief to his tortured conscience. So as it happened, as Jesus passed under the sycamore tree from which Zacchaeus was looking on from, he stopped. And what does he do? He immediately knows that Zacchaeus is there. Again, St. Gregory Palamas writes, But what does Jesus do? The hypostatic wisdom of the unoriginate Father who says through Solomon, I love them that love me, and those that love me shall find grace. And so our Lord reaches out to Zacchaeus where he is. He sees him first from among this huge crowd gathered around him and he addresses him in the most compassionate way and he promises him that he will visit him and he will stay in his house. He does this with no one else in this crowd because Christ alone knew what was in Zacchaeus's hearts, my friends. He knows what is in our hearts. And as Zacchaeus, and as for Zacchaeus, his inability to see was now turned into sight after encountering our Lord through his many obstacles. And over the displeasure of the crowd, Jesus goes to Zacchaeus' home. And after supper, Zacchaeus, being so moved by this visit, from our Lord, repents of all of his sins and asks and says that he will restore fourfold of what he took in his lifetime. What repentance from Zacchaeus. So great was Zacchaeus' repentance. 
So great was his joy that our Lord would come under his roof and give salvation to him and to all who was there. There's nothing else recorded in the gospel of the conversation between our Lord and Zacchaeus at his house. And we can only guess at how Christ spoke to him with such tenderness and with such compassion and how he embraced Zacchaeus as a father would embrace a long lost son, a prodigal son, if you will. We do, however, see one thing in this gospel account and one thing that we should take away from this gospel account. We do see Zacchaeus overcome his great obstacles to get to the Lord. That's what he desired, was to get to our Lord. And he was given great relief from the burning passions of his humanity. And he embraced the light of the truth of our Lord. And we rejoice with him. We should rejoice with Zacchaeus that Zacchaeus found his salvation. And we see from the gospel that there is no one who cannot find relief from the obstacles of sin and find the salvation of our Lord. If Zacchaeus Zacchaeus can be given the salvation of our Lord, then so can we, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. There is absolutely nothing that we can do that will make Christ not love us unconditionally. And this is despite the fact that a lot of the times, and sometimes, we turn our backs on God. But He never turns His back on us. Sometimes... We forget God, but He never forgets us. Sometimes we don't look to God, but He is always looking to us to repent, to come back to Him as His children. We must turn around and face face Christ, my friends. Always facing Christ. Never turning our backs on Him. Because Christ is always right Next to us. Right next to us. And instead of hearing him sometimes, of hearing the beautiful voice of Christ calling, we fill our ears with other things. With other things of the world. Noise of the world. Instead of following Christ, sometimes we are too busy running around in every direction. Following different paths. Following different roads. These, my friends, are the obstacles that we must overcome so that we can see our Lord. When all we have to do is struggle through to persevere in prayer, in repentance, in partaking of the sacramental life of the church and to approach him with fear and faith. And I promise you, when we do this, we can turn around. And we can see that he truly is right in front of us, right there with us the whole time. So, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I leave you again with St. Gregory Palamas. May we not be cast out from the heavenly father's inheritance, nor reject the seal and sign of our kinship with him, 
Lest we also lose our adoption, blessing, and discipleship, fail to attain the promised life, and be shut out of the spiritual bride chamber of the Father, the author of peace, who that this might not befall us, sent peace to the whole world through his holy disciples and apostles. May we all attain to this by great by the grace and love for mankind, for the Prince and Giver of Peace, our God and Father, Lord Jesus Christ, to whom belong glory, power, honor, and worship, together with His Father without beginning, and His life-giving Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. And I'm going to add one more thing. May we, brothers and sisters in Christ, be like Zacchaeus. May we persevere through the crowd of this world to climb into the sycamore tree so that we can see that which we desire, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.